Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and today I am so excited to be speaking with Malabika Das, who is an integrative social worker, a trauma and wellness specialist. Hold on, there's more. <laughs> Assistant professor in social work and general education at National Taiwan University. That's like the top university in Taiwan, and also yoga and mindfulness instructor. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so let's yeah, let's meet Malabika. Thanks, Shirley, for having me on. I'm so honored. Yeah. Do do people show your name? <laughs> you know, it's funny because um, you know people can say Malabika, but then when I give them the option, I was like, oh, you can call me Mala. You know, they they usually take that option, and some oh, okay. of my students, you know, they call me Professor Mala or oh yeah, yeah. Right. So I. Can Kind of casual. Either one is fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Where are you from originally? I'm from the United States, born, yes. born and raised. But my family is from Nepal, and my grandparents were originally from India. All right. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm always curious about foreigners in Taiwan. Mm. It's like, why are you here in Taiwan? Oh my goodness. You know, <laughs> that's an interesting question because Taiwan, like, I feel like it draws so many unique and interesting people, and it's still kind of a bit under the radar, I think, compared to like some other places mm. that draw expats. But um, it was really, you know. A combination of my husband's getting an offer here to to move here, and also sort of really feeling into the energy. And um, Taiwan had been a place I hadn't visited so much while living in Asia in the last ten years. So, but you did. But I did only for through just a, like a, a business trip for my husband. So it was okay. like a quick weekend here, but um, it was it was still very nice. Um, but there was just something about I think for me, you know, really feeling into the energies of Taiwan. And when I say energies, it's you know can be a little bit of a, a loaded a loaded word, but um, I just feel that there is um, a lot of amazing um, natural energies that exist here and um, historical uh, energies and um, as well as just an amazing sense of spirituality that um, exists that uh -huh. if you sort of tap into that, if you're interested in that thing, it's just... A lot of amazing, um, I think, experiences that one can have here, um, just being in this energy vortex. Wow. Okay. And you've already been here in Taiwan for five years. Going, is no, it? Going, going on, on, going on four. Going, going on, on four. four. Yeah, but still so much to learn and so much to explore. And you know, so you know, once you get busy, then it's harder to kind of you know tour the island as much as I want. But oh, yeah? you know, being here this summer, you know, because of of course I haven't been able to go back to the states. Um, this was an opportunity to explore. So we did. We went to some islands, and you I know, know so, I saw that on Facebook. Yes, <laughs> and so that was that was really nice. And um, of course, there's energy everywhere. The the energy and the you know what I really find amazing, especially in you know going to Pongo Island or something, that the people there were so friendly. I mean, <laughs> I already thought Taiwanese people were so friendly. We visited the oldest temple in in Taiwan there on the island. Oh, okay. I, oh. I apologize if I forget the name of it, but okay. Um, but it's it was just beautiful and. Um, there was quite an amazing like kind of aura there. So we went and visited and oh, um, then I had this 
awesome cactus popsicle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never would think the word cactus and popsicle <laughs> would go together, but it actually does. <laughs> I mean, it was so delicious. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, cool. yeah, so it's been fun to, you know, explore this summer a little bit. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Let's talk about what you do, though. Ah. Yeah. Yes. Which one do you want to start off with? <laughs> well, you know, partly uh, it's it's like they're all integrated, Shirley. You yeah. know, they're all sort of kind of play into each other. And one of my uh, goals and aims when we decided to move to Asia in general was that, you know what, I really want to train and learn more about certain philosophies and certain techniques and certain approaches that would be much better suited to be learned in Asia. So after I finished my clinical social work training in New York, um, you know, I was always interested in kind of bridging into the world of yoga and mindfulness because I noticed that, um, you know, doing even just, you know, breathing techniques with my clients back in New York was so impactful for them. And, and we don't really often get trained. I mean, I think you're seeing it a lot more now uh, once everyone has found out about how, you know, great breathing is for you and, mm. and to lower stress. But but back then it was like, okay, you know, not, not everyone was doing it, you know. And I was like, well, I would love to see how, you know, these sort of Eastern techniques of yogic breathing and of energy work and um, things that may not necessarily be so mainstream in the West, mm. um, is how that can play into healing, oh, you know, and and that's yeah. so one of my aims was when we moved out to Asia was that well I want to do trainings in in these things that I've always felt sort of connected with, but um, but don't didn't really have a lot of formal training, so right. that sort of started the journey into more of the um, I would say the integrative. Um, integrative side. Yeah. yeah, even if it's something as simple as breathing, that yeah. takes training. I mean. Yeah. I, I, I've been told, you know, reminded mm -hmm. that I need to make sure I'm breathing. Yeah. Because when I'm under stress, mm -hmm. you know, I even forget that I, mm -hmm. I might be holding my breath mm -hmm. without realizing mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even as something as simple as that. Mm -hmm. I think we, I need that, though. It's, it's so interesting how we actually don't even realize that we're holding our breath because it be, it's become so common for us to do that in, in, in places where we feel um, a bit of stress or anxiety. And what happens is you actually end up breathing with your clavicular area of your chest. So it's called clavicular breathing. And that's where most people are kind of normally doing your, your normal day-to-day, minute-to-minute breath. But mm. if you start to bring in the, the diaphragm yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you try to bridge into uh, your, your abdominal and your uh, chest cavity together, um, then you can actually bring in what we call the body breath or the diaphragm breath or, you know, it, there's other yogic terms for it as well. Really amazing, Shirley. Like, for example, I teach this breath uh, as one of the first things in my lessons for my students at NTU and it's amazing. They need how, them. Yes, <laughs> those, and those that's kids. that's why I'm doing my my new course over there called the the science of joyful living. Um, it's partly because of the stress factors, and that many people don't have the tools or have never been taught the tools um, to be able to lower their stress levels or to manage you know stresses that unfortunately have become chronic stress in a lot mm. of our lives. Yeah, and so we're going. You know, we're, we're doing, we're having this chronic stress, yet we don't have the tools to be able to manage stress. And stress necessarily is not a bad thing. 
Uh-huh. You know, we need a certain level of stress to be motivated to get things done to, you know, in fact, be, you know, meeting deadlines, but also doing it in a way that makes you feel empowered. Mm-hmm. So there's a certain level of stress that we need in our lives. Yeah. Now, once that stress, you know, goes over the curve and starts to turn into what we call distress, we're starting to bridge into now all these sort of negative affects of um, starting to feel overloaded or burnt out or, um, you know, just really not being able to manage everything. And at some point, just feeling super exhausted. Um, So what's great about doing a course like this at NTU is that I get to um, show um, and teach and, and explore with the students of how these practices from breathwork to yoga to mindful eating, I mean, can be really impactful uh, for their lives and just to use as tools uh, for them and build resilience ultimately, you know. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. This is sounding amazing because when I uh, vision NTU, okay, National Taiwan University, top university in Taiwan, mm. I think of engineering, you know, these majors or law, you know, yeah. but I never think of social working, yeah. <laughs> general education. Yeah. But um, of course, that's a department, right? In, in yes. A, of its yes, own. Yes. Okay. So there are students who are taking this major. Yes. Uh, at NTU. But then are there students who are taking it because they realize they need it? Actually, and, but you know for, what? My yeah. question, though, yeah. is that when they're so stressed with schoolwork, yeah. would they even think they have time for that? Okay, so <laughs> actually my course is open to all students at the university. It's not limited to the social work students, but I right. have a few social workers in there. Yeah. Um, actually, the beauty of the course, I feel, is that it is accessible to all students. Yeah. And so I have a mix of engineering i have some drama i have you know um biological sciences i have medicine i have a few different you know i have veterinary i have like it's like it was a, just a mixed bag oh, okay. <laughs> and, so you and do. it was it was really fun in a way to work with students who really you know don't have a lot of experience in wellness or mm. self-development in those areas right. but so, they will be taking them as options they were ta- yes yeah, so my course Optional is an elective course. yes elective, but they yeah. need they need certain um options um or, or electives mm. to satisfy their their mm. degree um why do i feel like if they were to take your class they should be in their gym clothes because you've visualized it correctly surely <laughs> i asked them to wear very comfortable clothes okay. Okay. yoga clothes no short shorts no short skirts no uh-huh. just things that are comfy and that are breathable uh-huh. and um that's really nice and you know once in a while i get to take them out into nature so i have oh. i have one day where i'm planning this uh this fall to actually do our course out in the forest where we'll have a yoga and mindfulness session out there mm. and it'll be about really tapping into uh what we call the you know, you might have heard about forest therapy, but this idea of really connecting with the trees and oh. being in nature and having the, again, the energies, right? Uh-huh. Being in that energetic setting um, and, and having them actually do the session out there. So we'll be a little bit away from Taipei, not too far, but we'll be out in nature and just um, to give them that experience. And I had to push it back for the fall because, you know, the weather here, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a bit 
it gets hot. So mm. I, you know, fall should be a, a really pleasant time to do that with them. So oh, wow. I'm excited for them to kind of be out of even, even though my classroom is, you know, it's a really nice space where I have these huge windows and basically it looks like a dance room or a yoga room. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, it's great to be there, but when you're out in nature, it's a different experience. Right. So we'll be doing some mindful walking. Um, I'll give them things to do as we do the walk uh-huh. for the forest therapy part. And then we'll finish with a yoga session out there. And, oh, and, wow. and, and when I did the outdoor yoga session with them in the spring... Just on campus, I got such you know good feedback that people loved being out there by the trees and by the lake, and they need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good to sort of yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> get away from the city. Yes, get, get away from, from devices. Work. Yeah. Um, but this thing, trauma and wellness specialist, <laughs> it sounds traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of the yin yang, I guess, of each other in okay. a way. So I mean, it's it's good to have trained in in learning about, you know, how to work with trauma. It's been really um, such a, wow, an eye-opening experience, especially working with refugees in Hong Kong during my PhD um, and really working um, and looking at the... Ecolo- this is, this like, is not on the NTU campus. No, this is... Oh, this is separate. Yeah, okay. this is when I did my PhD back in, in, in Hong Kong. And, you know, um, just looking at the different ecological factors of how trauma works. So it's not necessarily just that one incident that might happen to somebody where they feel traumatized, but you have trauma factors that are embedded in our society, whether it's on the micro, meso, or macro levels, in our policies, in our services, you know, how people wow. are trained to talk to somebody, you know, or how they're, I should say, not trained to talk to somebody can be quite traumatizing to somebody who is maybe not from that country as well as someone who is already traumatized from being from somewhere else that they might be fleeing. So, um, and and also to have worked with people who have experienced torture back in their oh. countries. You know, at the same time, it is so inspiring to see how people have survived and how they stay strong and resilient. So some of my research was around really, you know, um, yes, we're working with trauma, but we're also working with resilience. We're also working with strength. So I want to hear more about what are the things that helped you really pull through. And I think that's really important to focus on versus always focusing on the trauma. If what Malabika does interests you, and if you want to know more about her life, make sure you join me next week on In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. 